0: Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy or game design. I'm Trevor Scott and with me as always is Ben Slinger. G'day. So I believe you're finally in VR.
1: Currently as we speak, following your lead from when you got your VR, and I'm podcasting <laughs> from VR. <laughs> No, Um,
0: have you have you actually checked your your mic to make sure that you're not actually recording in the the Rift? Yeah, I don't actually
1: I don't record on the same computer that my Rift is plugged into, so I Uh. won't have that problem. Uh, (laughs) It's true. I finally got my Rift working. We've been having some. fun. That's why the
0: episode was so late because Ben's been playing too much VR without editing the podcast. Naughty boy. That's right. No, actually, that's not
1: right. It's late because unfortunately, my four year old son crashed his bike and broke his arm. So. Uh, Uh, Dude,
0: that happened on Monday. Yeah. The episode should have been finished by Sunday.
1: (laughs) That's true. But I planned to get the edit done on Monday. And in fact, I was editing when it happened. It's still too late. (laughs) No, it releases on Monday. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it released on Wednesday, the day that we record. (laughs) So we're recording on the day that Ben finally finished the edit and sent it out.
1: It's true. I was playing a bit of VR over the weekend. Uh, we've been having fun we with that. Some VR. Doing some pay- Payday 2 was fun and some from other yes. songs. So. But anyway, you folks um, don't want to hear about all that shit. Well, maybe
0: if, if you listen to one of our favourite podcasts, Reset, Ben, what have you been playing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not our podcast.
0: It's my favourite segment from them because. I like going, ooh, I haven't played that. Um, Tell our listeners what is going to go on today.
1: Yes, so we are going to play some Click Pitch, and this is a game where each of us have a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three, two, one, click, we'll get a new word, mash them together, and come up with a game design. Shall we begin? Um,
0: Yes, three, two, one, click. Development. Quality. Hmm. So it's literally any game that we want as long as there's quality involved in the development.
1: <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's development more like from a like childhood development sort of view, like something growing up and developing.
0: I'll oh, see I was thinking that we just choose a a game studio.
1: That oh we'd okay. love to
0: create you know, that create quality. Content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we'd like to see them create a t- certain type of game
1: that maybe they normally wouldn't create. All right. So we can always right. go okay. in that direction okay. too. Let's do. Let's do something that we're stealing from another podcast, um, <laughs> where we both. So you come up with a game company, and I'll come up with a genre. Yeah. And then we'll come up with what that. Um, what that game company would make with that genre? Okay. All right. Three. Have you got one? Yeah. All right. Three. Two. One. Point and click adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Monkey Island. Okay. Quality, quality, quality. So that's how it will work. We'll try that (laughs) again. again.
0: Hang on. Um, Let me think of another one because I, I was like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really Um, funny. Okay, got one.
1: All right. Three. Two, one, driving Rock game. Okay, so Rocksteady, so, the makers of Rock the Steady Batman of, games, right? Batman yep. Arkham games. Yep, doing a driving game, and yep. and I'm talking sort of a I don't know a burnout or a Gran Turismo or something. I don't know.
0: Or Need even, for Speed. Even go back, go back to like the old Driver franchise.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a bit more. Yeah, that'd be a bit more. Because look. The Batman games, high-quality, story-based, ups mostly, sort of semi-mostly open world, uh, lots of Easter eggs. Uh, I don't know. What else are they sort of known for in those games? Have they even done anything um, else except the Batman games?
0: I don't think so, which is why I was sort of thinking, you know, they do do quality stuff, but they're only really known for, for, like, the Batman games. So, therefore, I'm like, I'd like to see them do something else. So,
1: are we and- making a Batman racing game? <laughs>
0: No, I think staying away from Batman. All right, um, we know that they can do good stories. So maybe, mm. maybe you're a um, you're an up and coming uh, driver within like a um, a racing company or something like that, and you've sort of got um, you're doing street races and that sort of stuff.
1: Okay, but so the sort of storylines that they Need for Speed games try to try yes, to shove in there done by
0: someone who can actually
1: who can actually do stories. Do I don't stories, know. I feel and- like I feel like that. Part of Rocksteady's quality comes from the way that they do handle an existing franchise. So, let's stay away from Batman, but let's Mm -hmm. come up with a driving game in an an existing franchise that they can handle. That they'll like-
0: Speed Racer.
1: Speed Racer? I don't know anything about Speed Racer, though. (gasps) Um,
0: Oh. And
1: it doesn't necessarily have to be centered around driving. The the franchise itself- (laughs) Voltron (laughs) Why are you going to like Old Japanese anime? It's weird (laughs) This is not where my mind goes
0: At all (laughs) Uh, It actually wasn't going to Line Force Voltron either, it was going to the vehicle force Voltron with like the 22 fucking Vehicles that come together to make Voltron Right, (laughs) The one that no one actually knew about Um
1: All right. Okay. Something with some cool vehicles, but that isn't necessarily based around vehicles. Um, uh, Fast and the Furious. Okay. I feel like it needs to be something with strong characters, though. I don't know any of their names.
0: Toretto. Dominic Toretto. Sure.
1: (laughs) What about something like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I feel like that'd work well in their engine.
0: Okay. Yep. But driving has to be the majority focus of it. Yeah, they're drugs. So, um, they've
1: got that old, that van- the from, turtle van. From the, yep. the 80s or 90s cartoon. 90s, I guess. Um, what other- uh, Can you drive the, the Technodrome? <laughs> yeah, you got the Technodrome. Uh, you,
0: is it to scale? You got, like <laughs> the, you got like the digger that, you know, that brings up the Foot Clan each time. Right, yes, um, yes. Yep. You've got the blimp mm-hmm. that was seen in like one or So, this episodes. is kind of- So, we're, um, we're, we're,
1: we're, we're almost looking at like a Diddy Kong Racing <laughs> mixture of- vehicles here, but uh, dark and moody and lots of cool lighting and stuff. Oh
0: yeah, because I mean basically the turtles are only going to be coming out at night, so mm. you get that remember when Grand Theft Auto II first came out and the one thing about that game was even though it was an over the top view, mm-hmm. um, they had amazing lighting in it because they actually, you know, got yeah, direct the decks world for the first time in all that.
1: Yeah, because that was like the the world was was three D, three D.
0: It had lots of you know bloom and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it just it looked so vibrant. Mm-hmm. So I want to see that sort of eighties um, neon you know, er, ish, over the top driving, basically. Right, but um, different different parts of it. You can play Casey Jones. You can play. Macro in
1: the news van. You can play. Just
0: a whole heap of vignettes. You can play. Doing parts. In his, um,
1: (laughs) in his big. What are those fucking corn shredding things? (laughs) 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 That's what he drives, right? (laughs) You've just got. Combine harvester. Shredder in his combine harvester.
0: This one bloody. There's one mission in which he's just ploughing a field.
1: <laughs> totally, that's his day job, man. Splinter in his rat-mobile. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: he's just he's just in like a hamster wheel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, perfect. What other dumb characters are there in fucking teenage mutant ninja turtles? What did, Rock- what did Bebop and Rocksteady- Well, that's- Oh, I just realised that this is perfect, because there's a character called Rocksteady in the Ninja Turtles. Yes. So, there's so, a good tie in there for the studio.
0: That is pretty awesome. Um, so, I think we've talked about this before. Maybe not in this podcast. Maybe in our previous podcast. Okay. But back when the toys got released- mm. I'm thinking about the blimp now. Okay. Um, there was a character that was released for the toy line. Oh, we, that! Yeah, they go actually said that this character, which was like a duck, was the pilot of the blimp. <laughs> yeah, I bought it because I ha- I had the blimp. I tried putting the the toy into the blimp, and guess what? He was actually too tall to fit in the blimp because it turns out that they'd basically created this character just for the toy line. He was never in the TV show and they didn't actually think about the idea of maybe kids will try to put him into the blimp. Mm-hmm. So I had this character who was supposedly the pilot of the blimp who would never fit in it. <laughs>
1: so are you saying then that this should be an Easter egg in. This is an Easter egg in <laughs> where, that. Where you can choose, like you see, select your character. That's and the duck is one of the unlockable characters. Once once you unlocked it, you select but that duck, and then you literally can do can't. You is literally fly can't the blimp. <laughs> no, I was saying you literally can't select any vehicle because just he doesn't fit in any of them. <laughs> so you can't actually use all the it. bad memories. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. I told
0: you you'd remember remember my story. But most of you haven't listened to, to two sweary dad, so <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, let's click again. I don't think we
1: going yeah. anywhere with that. Three to one. <laughs> Although that's kind of a cool idea for a new segment. Anyway. It is. Compressing. Unfortunate. Oh, an unfortunate compressing.
0: Um. <laughs> no. Oh, crap. <laughs> Have you got something? What My do you mind th- just went to that scene in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Which one?
1: <laughs> not from the later season i haven't watched it yet no
0: <laughs> i oh, think of compression from the in- and i think of oh. the, the compression algorithm <laughs> and an Middle okay. problem.
1: <laughs> i don't think we'll attempt a silicon valley tie-in game where no. all you do is masturbate multiple people at once um <laughs> those who haven't watched silicon valley are now wondering what the fuck that show is about
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it right there um Okay, unfortunate, unfortunate,
1: unfortunate. Maybe it's something to do with like compressed air. Maybe you're maybe it's a diving game. I haven't done much underwater stuff. No. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Ooh. there's some sort of. S- okay, go on. S- oh, it's it's kind of going into subnautica
0: ter- territory. Mm. I was thinking that you're going cave spelunking and you have an unfortunate incident, and you've got only x amount of of air left. Right. Um. And basically it's a rogue a roguelike game. Okay. So you've you've got to try and get out within a within a time limit.
1: Ooh, so roguelike made me think of Spelunky. And that's just taking me to all I'm taking from that really is like a side on view platformer sort of thing, procedurally generated platformer. That could be interesting. But you're a scuba diver. Yeah, well, that could be interesting with a lot of water mechanics. But and maybe like not maybe not caves. Maybe you're in a boat or something or some sort of underwater structure, mm-hmm. so that you can deal with things like pressure between like one room fills up and ooh, and so yeah, you know like you need that. to you maybe you get tools to determine the pressure on a door, so you can tell if if you open that door that it's just going to start filling this room up or ways to. I don't know. You know, some some areas have airlocks between them or something, so that you can get through without filling up the other room, or I don't know different different things to make your okay, way through so, this through this maze of. Uh, so what
0: you're what you're actually doing is searching like shipwrecks, yeah, of like cur- current day sort of ships that have maybe airlocks and that sort of stuff. So you've got to be very careful on how you open this up and mm-hmm. you close this door to to sort of repressurize and, yeah, that could be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I just tried to write a game kind of like this once with, like, figuring out how to, <laughs> how to like, mathematically figure out the pressure between two different rooms and how full of water a room should be and then my math just failed me and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to do it in click pitch form. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't Which know where- that- We'll never touch it again. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Where, um, what are the, so, so what's the aim? Is the aim to escape then? Like, you find yourself in the bowels of this ship when something happens and it starts filling up with water and now you just have to escape. Maybe with as much, as many artifacts as you can get or something.
0: Yeah, as much loot as you can sort of, mm. um, muster. Yeah. But you've only got X amount of time left, judged by some sort of O2 meter. Or the only the only thing that you can tell is the fact that he starts yawning <laughs> a lot, <laughs> showing that there's there's too much um there's too much carbon dioxide uh, carbon yeah carbon dioxide yeah.
1: Well maybe that well maybe one of the tools you can get is a like oxygen meter, and so you know that in this room which hasn't filled up with water yet, like you you you've got thirty oxy- percent oxygen oxygen left, so you can hang around for a bit longer if you need to. Um, yeah, but yeah, otherwise. Otherwise, you uh, you have to wait until you get outward signs of just passing out. Um, yeah. So, I'm thinking maybe biggish rooms um, mm-hmm. with some platforming challenges between them. Like, so, part of the challenge is you reach a room and, you know, the uh, the only- it, it hasn't filled up with water yet. The only exits or, the, or some of the exits that which you might need to go out from are uh, kind of up high on the next level and- you know, the stairs or whatever have collapsed. Um And so, there's a platforming challenge. But if you- Obviously, you've got a time limit in there with the oxygen. Um, You've got a time limit based on the rest of the ship and what is filled with water. Like, the doors around- If there's water surrounding this room, like, it might burst in and start filling up with water. And then that adds, obviously adds to the challenge.
0: I, I like the idea that sometimes you have to- um like, you may come across a room that um, if you pressurize but you don't check out the fact that the um the wall behind behind you actually is rather rusted mm, mm. so you have to like reinforce the wall to it before you can actually repressurize yeah this well room. that's
1: it you could uh, yeah I hadn't even thought of maybe you have ways to pump water out of places um, yeah I guess it's because presumably you've also got um, scuba tanks. So, obviously, if your room fills up with water, it's not the end of the world. You can swim around for a while, but you've got a limited amount of that as well. Maybe you can yep. find places to fill it up at different times. I'm sort of trying to think what the, what that um, cycle of the roguelike is. Like, how long is a full sort of playthrough? And, and, and what are you trying to do? I mean, obviously, if you are trying to escape, that's fine. But, like, what are you getting each time? What are you are you unlocking different okay. tools? Uh, do you have weapons? Is there combat in here? Like, I, I think what you, what
0: you've got is um, you've got basically one life, yeah. And your goal is to maybe make a certain amount of money, okay. So, depending on how you, um, each time you go down to a down to a shipwreck, you know, you can try and work out how to how to get the um, how to get as much loot back up to your ship as possible, and if yep. you get as much loot back, then you can flog it. And uh, you, okay. You're also sort of having to pay for your next expedition. And, oh, that's
1: good. So, maybe and- a bit of like um, steamwell Dig sort of thing where- So, it's not just you get stuck in a ship and you have to get out or you'll die, and that's the whole game. It's that you can choose different shipwrecks, and it's getting in and out and yep. gathering enough stuff. And, yeah, the roguelike cycle comes from- the money that you get each time, you can buy better stuff and and presumably unlock different things that are available between full run throughs, like
0: full games. And then the unfortunate part that comes across is, you know, the the occasional like um, you know, natural natural disaster or the occasional natural occurrence of a shark coming by and or yeah, a yeah. Giant octopus and
1: Well, I think part of it should be then even the actual descent, pirates. Yeah, <laughs> the descent and, as- and ascent from the ships is part of it. Then, and look, maybe when you first start, literally all you've got is your base scuba gear, so you can't you can't just can't swim that deep. Yeah, um, so you,
0: you're looking for the the che- the um the cheaper sort of expeditions to go out on. That, yeah. are, that are like only fifty foot deep.
1: Yeah, yeah. But as you get money, you get like. You know, maybe some of those um, ch- little, you know, those jet things that they hold on to to make you swim, like, swim yep. faster, those little light, light jet things. Um, and obviously, later on, you get full-on submarines and stuff to get down there and, and have, you know, an air supply and a way to get really deep.
0: Yeah, so I like the idea that later game sort of stuff, you can actually go down into, like, um, you can find the ruins of Atl- Atlantis and that sort of <laughs> right, stuff. Right,
1: yeah, you could, yeah like- you could go really far. And as long as you've got the tools that you need- and again, sp- um, in a spelunky kind of way, um, yeah. you know, the, the end game is this totally out there thing where you have to use all the different tools at your disposal and um, and the skills that you've learned by playing, you know, five hundred games. <laughs> I like this. I actually really <laughs> like this. There's there's a lot of elements of the diff- of different roguelikes that I like in there. Um, yeah, that's
0: that's really cool. But I also like the fact that you, you've got a goal there that you can sort of see. But if you're, if you're taking, like, the cheapest sort of jobs, well, your upkeep of your boat and, and you know, finding the next shipwreck is getting more expensive and more expensive. Yeah. So, you have to start taking more risks. Otherwise, you you risk going bankrupt and that's the end of the game. Yeah,
1: well, I like that. Or you I'd-
0: suffocate and that's the end of the <laughs>
1: game. And- yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a lot of risk reward stuff around. Yeah, you could just do- you could just do cheap, easier um, wrecks and missions for a while, but yeah, you might not actually be able to afford to keep your boat running or or keep buying o- oxygen or whatever. But I mean, I'm doing- seeing I'm
0: saying this goes goes you know even to even to far extremes, sort of like um you know adding UFOs and, and yeah, yes, the Atlantis sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, just totally having having fun with some random. With-
1: obviously, it's all randomly generated, so um I think you could. Uh, at the beginning, you're just um, you're just exploring known wrecks, and maybe there's sort of a bit of a, a network of divers who have jobs that you can take or something, but later on, you start getting the tools or being able to afford the tools where you can search for unknown wrecks in deeper waters. Yep. And that's where, yeah, that's where you start finding some of the real cool shit. Um, oh, may- maybe, you know, a
0: risk-for-reward sort of thing is that you can, um, you can pay for, like, a world-renowned explorer to actually... Find the wreck, for right? Him. Right. You pay him a commission to find it. Yep. But they may just find something that you're not going to get anything out of. But the the chance of them of it of the wreck having something a bit better is just you yeah know, a much higher percentage than if you just get um, I don't know Captain Kate Capshaw or whatever <laughs> to who is that to find? What do m- I know? Maybe from maybe from Monkey Island too. Oh, right. <laughs> and a glass bottom boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> Um, Yeah, no, I like that a lot. I I like that a lot. I like kind of the different phases in there of like finding the wreck, um, uh, stocking up your boat and and improving your boat, upgrading your gear, the actual swim down where, yeah, you've got like sharks and things to deal with um, and just managing your oxygen a bit and stuff. And then the actual ship exploration with um, having to- you know, if use your tools to figure out how to safely get through the ship, and some places you have to swim through, some places you walk through because there's air pockets and stuff in there. But then,
0: oh, and ha- having, having to navigate your um, navigate ship through coral reefs and all this sort of stuff, you know, yeah, you could do some, some cool good, stuff, yeah, but,
1: yeah. You wouldn't um, want to make it too complicated, each one, like each one should be relatively simple. And I think the meat of it should probably be the exploration when you're in the ship itself. But, yeah. uh, but no, I, I really like how that could all mesh together.
0: That's cool. I I like the idea of being able to maybe do an open sea sort of exploration.
1: Yeah, I think it would be. Again, procedurally um, generate the frigging ocean. Put islands out there and, like, maybe, um, you know, you're more likely, you know, you could put a lot of rules in place for where shipwrecks would occur and the players can then sort of learn some of those rules. So, it's more likely that you'll find, you know, this sort of wreck near this sort of island chain or something because of, you know, trading in the- sixteen fifties or whatever, I don't know.
0: <laughs> that really sounds like a pretty um, fleshed out game. I know. I okay, actually someone, I, wanna, make I wanna sit down <laughs> and
1: write a fucking full like um design document for it. That there's and just see feel like yeah, just see how all those different things really would uh, fit together.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that sounds. that sounds really cool. I like it. Third yeah.
1: Reveal. Odd. Odd? Yes. Okay, an odd reveal. Um, What sort of game involves a reveal? I mean, obviously, some sort of narrative game, there's a reveal at the end.
0: Mm. Um, Like a really dodgy ripoff of deal or no deal?
1: Reveal (laughs) or no reveal?
0: Has a a reveal.
1: (laughs) Um, Those porno Tetris games, they have a reveal. You know those ones? (laughs) The more lines you get, you get a- some some titties.
0: <laughs> are we are, are we that that far back in the
1: nineties now? <laughs> yeah, <are> exactly. So, <laughs> <It's> my <laughs> favorite wow, genre. Wow, this
0: one's got an animated GIF. <laughs>
1: Seven frames.
0: Oh god. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I don't know um, what because uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what would have what type of reveal it would be, and then how we can make it odd. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Well maybe maybe it's a game set in. Oddworld. Okay. It's in Abe's seen- Odyssey. Abe's Munch's Odyssey. Yeah. Um, th- that Stranger- was supposed to be a rather live was- series. Yeah, there are all sorts of plans for that. And I think, is there a movie? I think there's still stuff going on with that um, general universe. But yeah, we haven't done much in that. So,
0: that could be cool. That could be cool. Um, another way that you can sort of go is like in the President of the United States- Reveals to the world something odd about about the world, which is actually that it has always been, it has been under alien control, and in fact, we are aliens to the planet. Okay, let's do both of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, all right, that's an yeah. I like that narrative little thing. Yeah, I like the idea of a reveal that sort of changes life as we know it. Or at least our perception yep. of ourselves and the world. So, all right. So, what was your idea that we're all actually aliens? So, so they've discovered that life did not actually develop on Earth. Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah. So, um, well, human life didn't actually yeah. develop on yeah. this planet. Um, it turns out that ancient ancient humans who originally settled Atlantis- Yes, I'm going back <laughs> to that well. Um, they actually- Like, they've got- um, How do
1: wells work in Atlantis? <laughs> it, do they have oxygen wells like <sighs> or what else is in a well that they have to okay, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> you made me lose my <laughs> like train of thought you bastard <laughs> um, you know, so, so we we find Atlantis there's like a really really good library there that actually tells how, how human life originally arrived on, on this planet yeah. and it was through massive ships um,
1: and Atlantis is one of them Itself. Atlantis is,
0: happens to be one of them. Yeah. It just um it lost all buoyancy and, and sunk. Was this but, not
1: the plot of Stargate Atlantis?
0: Um now I think about it, yes it is. <laughs> but still
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking this just feels very familiar. Um yeah, okay. Well let's let's shift it a little bit away from that though. Yeah. Um <laughs> if we can. <laughs> <laughs> that I've said that, uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, are we talking that sort of? Are we talking like high technology Atlantis? Then I guess if it's a yeah. spaceship, we basically are. Um, is there some explanation for how, like, what happened to humans then that they reverted to such primitive um, technology? Well, we could take a leaf
0: out of Star Trek and just make it a make it a virus, <laughs> <laughs> or. Um-
1: <laughs> or different species all, of aliens.
0: All, all, all the all the early the early um, like Atlanteans. Um, they were they were like really really horny and they just started fucking all the local wildlife.
1: <laughs> right, right. So what it actually is is there were great apes previously, but the point yep. that the point that <laughs> that humans diverged from great apes was when. At the Atlanteans came down and fucked them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're only actually- We're not completely alien. No, we, but
0: we're like 95% alien. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Because they have such strong DNA. It just expresses more- Opposable than thumbs. Than that that's of an, they came More from. than that of an anci- ancient chimpanzee. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: all right. So, but then oh, did shit. all the uh, actual Atlanteans die? Um, Or are there some left down there?
0: I think, have I they, think there are still some have left. Have they been- or, I mean, um,
1: they, they presumably- in cryogenic stasis. Okay. Because I was going to say they presumably don't live that long. So, yeah, we've got two choices they have either been cryogenically frozen or they've had their own society down there this whole time.
0: Very, very incestuous society.
1: Very, very incestuous society- <laughs> It depends how many there are, whether they could keep up the diversity in the gene pool or not. And also, they are now banned from bringing apes down there, which is why no (laughs) humans have ever been down there, because they count us as apes. (laughs) They just forbidden forbidden fruit. All those
0: alien abductions.
1: Yeah, and like, (laughs) the opposable thumbs now, I mean- Look what we have managed (laughs) to do with those sexually because you said that that's how we got them. So, oh wait, no, but you're saying we got the opposable thumbs from the Atlantean DNA. Yes. I kind of like the idea that (laughs) that the apes already had opposable thumbs, the Atlanteans didn't. (laughs) <laughs> and that's and why humans That's yeah. why humans have opposable <laughs> and and also okay. that's and also that's why that they were so That's hilarious. why they were also into Can the eight grab stuff. <laughs> yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they have to like do this weird like finger crossing kind of pinching thing. Um,
0: oh you see you see one of them try to pick up a game controller and they got no <laughs> bugs. they go how the fuck does this work
1: <laughs> Um <laughs> So what's the game?
0: I don't know I just love the scenario. The
1: game is um a a
0: point-and-click adventure it, game. No, it's an
1: Octodad-style <laughs> thing where you have to control each of the four fingers of the Atlanteans. No. Uh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I could imagine this being a very The Dig style, like, tonal, that sort of tone. Oh, so super serious. Point-and-click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm serious about how much these Atlanteans <laughs> like to fuck things with opposable thumbs. They tried <laughs> koalas, but- <laughs> they have opposable thumbs. Oh right? god! I, I just
0: love that we, koalas we somehow have, koalas have two opposable
1: <laughs> thumbs. So that's actually like their unicorn.
0: <laughs> it's their garol,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no one's gonna get that. All right, do you want to actually go down this route any further, or should we click again? Um, like take it seriously, or
0: yeah, let's let's oh. take it seriously, like the dick. Um. <laughs> Okay, so point of click, ha- how, do, how does it get, like, announced to the world?
1: Right, so is this something that the upper echelons of the political world have known for a long time?
0: Yes, yeah, so I, th- I think that each, each president that's come in has basically been, been given this, um, this thing to sign that's basically a non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. saying that they-
1: Under um, penalty of death.
0: Under penalty. And or being fucked the by fuck. an Atlantean. Yeah. Um and the the latest president to come on mm-hmm. decides, you know, just to tweet out you know, a picture <laughs> of what he's gotta sign.
1: <laughs> 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 We're not making any references there to anybody. No. Uh on purpose or on purpose. Okay. That they're trying to release this to the world. Yeah. In this age of information.
0: (laughs) Saying that, you know, um, he now believes that, you know, this is who they should build a wall around or something like that. Um,
1: (laughs) Oh, oh. It's a... Okay, we could go down that route. I was more thinking of a, you know, the world deserves to know where we came from and, you know, but you're saying there are aliens out there and we need to destroy
0: them. Or at least... um, It turns out that... Everyone else doesn't have that thought, and they, they, you know, they want to know more. They want to meet and, them, yeah. And so maybe, maybe it's. Um, so does that you, begin you like a
1: worldwide hunt for Atlantis? And do it? Do they know where it is?
0: Maybe the reason why they don't know where it is is that it, um, it actually travels. Okay, like it, it is actually like it's still powered. It's just underwater, so it's lost its buoyancy, but it's like a submarine, so it can like. Travel the um, the ground.
1: I kind of like the idea that it, like, walks along the ocean floor like a crab. <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly moving around. It could be, like, attached <laughs> to the side of a, you know, underwater cliff, <laughs> a reef. Um, no, I like the idea that finding this out sort of sparks a worldwide, like the space race, but... For like ocean technology like okay it's sort of it's a race between different um nations to be the ones to find atlantis and make first contact with them and explain who we are and or you know find out if they okay, know who so we are make a and make an alliance with them. so you've
0: played the dig. Yes, in that you've got sort of like um, they set up the story in like a, a very basic um, sort of video thing, mm-hmm. and then they they sort of skip over all the um, all the things leading up to it, up to you know them taking off and, and going to to check out this, this asteroid. asteroid. Yeah, well, in. In this game, you, you have basically, in the intro sequence, it's talking about how, you know, the the president tweeted out this photo and all this sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and it goes through, and it's sort of like, this is um, X number of years later. Okay. And um, you see the character who's a young girl who's now, um, she realizes, you know, science is, is the way forward, you know, so she- yep she goes and you see you see her studying science and now she's a scientist who's you know just created this new technology and she's going to again travel underwater just like our previous game but looking for looking for Atlantis
1: yeah okay i like that idea a lot of because that makes sense like yeah this this information gets out there yeah this girl's like i don't know 11 at the time that it happens yeah and then that inspires her to go into science and, and learn and, and as that's going on, like the rest of the world is competing and starting to ramp up all this like submarine technology and underwater technology and like containment fields for water and you know oxygen uh, what do you call it reclaiming and different stuff. Yep. And, and all the while I she's think the sort of technology
0: that she's come up with mm. is is like this amazing like compound that, that like pulls negates pressure.
1: Oh uh, oh, okay.
0: Okay. So basically it's it's so um like the deeper it goes into water the more the pressure gets spread out over the entire like surface of the ship so that there's literally not as much pressure crushing it so she can go to new, they, new depths. They can go to new depths of, of the ocean. Um
1: Okay. Okay. So basically it just allows them to build much more lightweight submarines. Yeah. That can be I don't know. Carry more stuff, uh, yeah, something like that. It, it lets them, yeah. it lets them go deeper. It lets them do more stuff.
0: Um, I find it so weird that we've just come up with two games that that deal with underwater oh. stuff, but, and pressure, but in totally different ways. It's just
1: our <laughs> theme for the week. Um, yeah, I like that a lot, and I, I like this idea of her being this newcomer to to the space because it's been going on around her for. A decade, right? Like she's maybe twenty-five now, or something. Yep. Like f- fourteen years have passed. They still haven't found Atlantis, and and so we get to see the world. And there's as uh, oh, there's people. There's people who don't believe it anymore. Oh yeah, that's so it. There's factions a- that don't believe it. There's factions who believe they're gods, and that we if that finding in them is blasphemy. Like we get to see this world, sort of having having processed this information and, and spat it out and changed the culture in certain ways. And so, yeah, she's on the side of, of science and of logic and of rationality. <laughs> um, and, and she's the one who eventually, obviously, finds them.
0: I, I like the idea that she finds Atlantis sort of, you know, within the first third of the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: I think so. But then when she gets there, all she finds there is, like, the library, you know, there's pretty much the entire civilization is, is somewhat um, yeah. broken down and there's there's literally no one there. She finds, like, their catalog in, in the library and that sort of mm. stuff, and that's how you unlock information about how, you know, when they first came here, they they didn't have opposable thumbs. So,
1: <laughs> so they procreated with the local wildlife. Wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> They found the most most uh, intelligent species, and I,
0: I just like I just like the idea of her going, "ew, these guys <laughs> are so so fucked in the head." Yeah, <laughs> and and basically, she uh, I like <laughs> kind of like the idea that it's all talking about these um these male aliens, and then she finally finds something that like the females had actually um you know put aside and. Um it's it's all the really smart sciencey stuff.
1: <laughs> it, right, it so the men like get a- there and just fuck apes. Yep. <laughs> and the women are just like, Oh my god. Men. Let's actually do some science. Yep. Um, okay, so does she eventually track down like a cryogenically frozen Atlantean woman or something? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. It's sort of like um that be- becomes, you know, sort of like her her guide to mm. um to where they may
1: have gone to next. Yeah, I feel like that's like the last third is then having the the Atlantean woman as a companion, and maybe it's trying to get her like make sure she doesn't fall into the hands of these other factions, like the religious yeah. nuts or the government, or you know maybe she's trying to get back to her people or something, right? Like
0: so so the the middle third that you've got mm. there. Is basically your time on on Atlantis, where you can explore, yeah, like the civilization, and maybe
1: you're down um, there with some other characters. So you've got some dialogue you can have and stuff, or yeah, uh, so you, either that or you're you've like, got
0: your own team.
1: Yeah, and maybe they stay on the maybe they stay in the sub or something, and you're radioing back and forth, and they can help you out in different ways.
0: I kind of like the idea that you can you can send teams out into into like little areas, and they can they can go clear. Yeah, I mean, mate, if, we're know, ta- if we're
1: it. if we're talking point and click, like the mechanics mostly need to be around narrative. Um, yeah, but I feel like yeah, we you could have one or two people come with you, and then there's someone on the sub or something, so that like some of the um, some of the puzzle solving could be you know find a way to move something so the sub can get into a space you know f- fill this area with water so the sub can get in and like shine a light somewhere to do so- you know to do something mm-hmm. that sort of thing
0: i kind of like the idea that we're going to take some of some of our um ideas from our web series point click repeat mm-hmm. of we don't mind you know deaths occurring in games just as long as it brings you back to um <laughs> brings you yes. back you know automatically doesn't auto save and basically says yeah don't, don't do, do that. that
1: that was fun to watch wasn't it don't um, do it again
0: yeah but don't it basically have some way of actually learning how you could have solved this this particular puzzle right, so without actually giving
1: hints having to have so died. as the space <laughs> quest series do basically giving hints via you dying but not punishing you as much for it as those games did
0: yeah but but not not having the only thing um, being a no, there definitely need to um, be other
1: other hints. But yeah, I, I yes. agree that failing at something possibly fatally is a, is an acceptable way to to give hints as to how it should be solved, as long as you don't actually punish um, them for it.
0: And you know what I like—the fact that you could actually have an in-game reason for you coming back to life.
1: Oh, in that their technology
0: um automatically brings you back to life, or you know heals you through some sort of nano machines or something That's like that. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, an in-universe way to be able to do that is much better. Yeah, I like yep. that. I like that.
0: It's. Um, I was just thinking about it. And so, yeah, your second third is you finally get to this cryopod.
1: At the end of the second third, yeah. At,
0: at the end of the second third. Yep. But it's one of the first things you, you see at the start of the second third. Yes. Yeah, so, so, you sort of know where you're, right. where you're wanting to well, get to. Well,
1: or maybe you even, yeah, maybe the end of the second third is when you finally manage to trigger it and wake up her up. Yep. So, you're spending at least part of that middle section aware of what's in there, but not able to to get to it yet or, or, or activate yep. it. That's awesome. Cool. And then, yeah, the end is basically, you know, a bit more action-based and learning a bit more about the past as you're sort of trying to help, you know, I'm almost picturing a bit of an ET thing <laughs> where- <laughs> <laughs> Just in the sense of you've got this group of people now, because you know all your all the people on your sub, or maybe there's a betrayal. Maybe one person in your team wants you know ends up trying to to capture the Atlantean to to sell off um, oh, or become famous. Is, a, is a religious
0: fanatic or something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, they infiltrated your team, and so you know part of it is is that but that betrayal. You know, you end up killing them, um, and then it's this sort of thing. The rest of your team trying to smuggle. This Atlantean to the surface to maybe there's something. else. maybe there's another ship that's functional mm. somewhere. The government has it or something. Area fifty one.
0: <laughs> I kind of like the idea of the um of the, you know, the religious fanatical person or whatever, uh, sabotaging the ship. So you have to you have to work with what's down there to try and like right get to the next the next part. So you could actually have that this is you know right maybe, they sabotage maybe the first part in the series. They sabotage
1: your. Sub, you mean, or the Atlantean ship?
0: Uh, your sub, so you're right. actually sort of stuck down there until you can work out another way of getting out. Okay,
1: yeah, you have to use the Atlantean technology then to like- Yeah.
0: Yep. Which, surprisingly, the Atlantean technology is very similar to your own technology <laughs> that you came up with.
1: Oh, I see. So, there's some genetic memory or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's being why- able to bring that sort of thing back. Right. Oh, um, I like this a lot. That's cool. So do I. Yeah. I've, I just looked at how long we've been going.
1: <laughs> I think we've done like three <laughs> games. All right. Well, let's let's get a fourth done, <laughs> at least. Yeah. But the thing is,
0: I've really enjoyed these, no, all, these it's, last it's, two Look, ideas. it's been like- a
1: while since we've been this in-depth, like gone this in-depth on some games. So, I'm I'm happy to be- to be doing that, it's nice. It's good. And look, we,
0: we did get a little bit stupid in that one, but then we brought it back to actually have real in game reasons for this. <laughs>
1: real in game reasons for them to be fucking apes. Yes.
0: Exactly. Alright, three awesome. three two one click. Oh shit, I haven't got it up.
1: <laughs> get it up, Trevor. Take some bits on Viagra. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> Completion.
1: <laughs> Dying. <laughs> So you know how When people have sex I can't
0: finish unless there's some dying <laughs> involved
1: Yeah but he doesn't mean like death He means like when you dye clothes He just He can't come unless he's changing the colour Of something It's weird oh, Alright I think this is, let's just click again
0: <laughs> you got nothing for dying in completion.
1: No, it's going to go somewhere. But I think I think comments on your sexual proclivities is enough for that one. Uh, although the next word I got, oh. the next one I got was pork. So location pork <laughs> location. Well, this I think we have we done this. Before? I think we did a school game where you had to like to do the prank with the four the four yeah. pigs. Yeah, find the pork location. <laughs> Uh, maybe this is a butchery game. Oh, we did that already too. Fuck. <laughs> uh, maybe
0: we did the butchery game. But I think I think that a lot of that had to do with roadkill. Though
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but still, like it'd be a bit too similar. Maybe play as a pig.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, pork location. I'm thinking um, it's the new version of location But pork location. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Okay. So, this is how a pig finds its way around? Or this is a way of finding- This is a way that humans find find their way around by throwing pigs or bacon at things.
0: Okay. So, it's a world in which um, basically truffle pigs have become like- Truffle has become the new gold. Okay. And so you've got to be able to identify pigs that can sniff out truffles. Right. So I can see that maybe you've you've already got a prized a prized pig who can sniff out the best truffles and someone's stolen that pig and you've got to go off and find or So is this like a that.
1: breeding game? You breathe on pigs. I
0: was thinking, you know, somewhat action adventure or RPG type of thing.
1: Okay, but involving pigs. All right. Uh, Yes. Okay.
0: Based around a truffle based
1: economy. A truffle based economy.
0: (laughs) As I said, truffle is the new gold.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay. Maybe it's a world of anthropomorphic pigs. That's why the economy is truffles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to agree with that. Um, but no, I kind no, like no. of like the idea of creating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea of creating an RPG in a world of pigs, yep. uh, with a truffle economy. Now okay. it could still be that your prized truffle-sniffing pig has been stolen, but it's actually your son. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: I thought I thought you were actually going to go. It's actually your prized human. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. It's your son's pet <laughs> human. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I kind, of, I kind of like the idea that that um, <laughs> humans in this world are like pig-sized, and yes, pigs are like human-sized,
1: yes. <laughs> and pigs wear clothes, and the humans are always naked.
0: Yep, <laughs> I like this a lot. And, and and female pigs are always, you know, going on about how weird it is that um, oh, well, just uh, all all the pigs are going on about how how weird it is that. Like, the humans only have two nipples. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> they only have one, one, maybe two babies at a time. Occasionally three. It's weird. Um, do they also eat the humans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They all love that back bacon. Hairy back bacon. Uh, oh. All right. So- Yep.
0: I'm loving this. I'm loving it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like you could so, get some really good artwork. Like a kind of a, a kind of I'm kind of picturing it in like an illustrative style. I don't know. Uh, I'm picturing these really classic illustrations of these human sized pigs and these naked pig sized humans. Uh, <laughs> I want <laughs> to. I want to learn.
0: I'm seeing it as like, um,
1: like oil oh. paintings. Like an oil. I feel like that's something that would be in a fucking oil painting.
0: Um I, I I'm looking forward to when, when you go to see the king and he's got like a teacup human. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Uh yes, I like that. Um <laughs> so did we figure out the gameplay? Not really. RPG. RPG, right. RPG. Okay, so yeah, like full on RPG so, I'm, going I'm around am like, you're fable. exploring this. Yeah, okay. Uh yeah, okay. So, is it humorous, though, or is it serious?
0: Um, serious. I feel like, okay. Yeah, I
1: feel like these things are always funnier when they're serious, <laughs> when we take them seriously. Um, okay, but like Fable, just in that it's a, it's sort of not a super in-depth RPG, then. Yeah. somewhat. It's, it's, more, somewhat around, it's more around the story. And a bit of combat. And and,
0: yeah. A bit of combat. Um, you know, there they can be some relationship things. Mm-hmm. Ie, you know what Fable Two did. Um, you can you can have like your dodgier pet human that can sort of run around and cl- like dig up and find. Oh, you right, know, sort of, of not course. Because I love that. I love the, I love the
1: idea of yeah. You get your different pet humans and stuff. Like that's part of your upgrade path. Is yep. you can either upgrade them or, or trade them in for better ones or whatever.
0: But the um, but maybe a local warlord has has like um, kidnapped your um your prized truffle.
1: Local truffle sniffer. What hog lord? No, that doesn't quite work.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, call him a hog lord.
1: A hog lord. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so he's the one who's taken your truffle sniffing human. Yep. Worth its weight in truffles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> gotta gotta love me some fungi. <laughs>
0: fungi, Cole Medina. Uh- <laughs> 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 I guess that's the name of the episode. I was just thinking that.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, oh shit! That's
0: awesome. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, I, I think we've. I think that I think the rest writes itself on that one. Really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pork location, um, like but a-
0: unlike Fable, mm-hmm. like. There is actually, like, a really, really good boss battle at the end of it. Right. Because I don't know whether you remember the end of Fable 2, but that thing sucked.
1: Oh. No, I don't. Uh, I have played it.
0: Basically, I think you have to choose between, like, your dog dying or something like that. Oh, yeah. Fucking
1: Molineux tried to make it all emotional. Yes. (sighs) I I
0: was really enjoying it up until that point. Yeah, I I
1: have mixed. I get to choose. Does my dog die? Mixed thoughts about those games. I don't know. They had some. They had some quality stuff. But anyway, I think we shall leave it there. Okay. Fair. Thanks nice. for pitching clicks at me this week, Joe.
0: Yeah, there were some. There were some good ones in the in the four that we did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're in four. Anyway, okay. If you want to find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, We have BitStormcast on all of those. We have a a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash BitStorm. And we're on Podchaser, podchaser.com slash BitStorm. Rate, review, put us in the list
0: soon. It's coming. And we're on iTunes where you can also rate and review, also subscribe there. So do that, do that. We want you to subscribe there. Check out our website, bitstormcast.com like to thank our friends at the AGPN, the australasian gaming podcast network search for hashtag agpn on twitter or the australasian gaming podcast network on facebook and finally we'd like to thank us from KuroDust for the song mount defiance off of the album containment failure
1: so thank you again for joining us on bitstorm this week i'm ben slinger
0: i'm trevor scott
1: and we're getting funky with it